It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars. Welcome into a Friday edition of the podcast. Hope you all are doing great out there in Cougar Nation. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Plenty to get to ahead on this episode. We preview the matchup. Bronco Mendenhall and the Virginia Cavaliers coming to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. What to make of this matchup? A little bit of a preview on that front. Also tonight, the unofficial, or we'll call it the official start of the BYU men's basketball season with their blue and white scrimmage. What to expect in that matchup? We'll touch on that. And of course, we'll catch you guys up on everything else you need to know as a BYU fan as we round out the week here, where to find them in action this weekend. All of that coming up on today's podcast. Today's episode of Locked On Cougars is brought to you by McDonald's, our title sponsor. They've been proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. A big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. All right, let's get rolling here on a Friday. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for October 29th, 2021. What's up, my friends? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thank you again for taking some time to join us right here on your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. And thank you for making us your first listen of the day every single day. Our goal, as I off-state, is to make you guys the smartest BYU fans out there. So thank you for your continued support of this venture. It's a blast to be with you guys, and hope you all are doing great as we round out the month of October. Crazily enough, Halloween is almost here, everybody. Nuts, just to think about. But nonetheless, hope you guys all have a great holiday weekend, whether you're celebrating it tomorrow or Sunday. I'm not going to try and convince you one way or the other. It's Halloween. Go out, have some fun. If you have kids, let them go get that candy. But more importantly, get out to the football game tomorrow night. Lavelle Edwards Stadium, 8.15 p.m. Mountain Time on ESPN2. The Cougars, ranked number 25 in the country at 6-2, host the 6-2 Virginia Cavaliers. Bronco Mendenhall making his long-awaited return to Lavelle Edwards Stadium, a place he does not want to be. He has admittedly said, I do not want to coach in this game. He did not want to coach in this game. Even when he left BYU, he said his hope was that this game would be rescheduled for when he was done coaching. Well, Six years on into his tenure at Virginia. Here he comes, and looking forward to this one, folks. This is going to be a big-time matchup. I feel that both teams are highly motivated. I know that both of these head coaches, speaking of Bronco as well as Kalani Satake, have kind of talked down the return of Bronco, the return of the Virginia coaching staff, the vast majority of which came from BYU and traveled east to Charlottesville. They've talked down a lot of that. I still think there's an edge to this. I think both of these coaching staffs, they go head-to-head on the recruiting trail quite often for kids who are of the LDS faith. And I think that there's a little bit of an edge to this to kind of put a little bit of a supremacy thing out there. No, we beat those guys. And I think BYU in particular, they need this win. 
Really, they do, because we're seeing a number of Virginia offers, stunningly enough, most stunningly enough, most recently that Ethan Thomason is his name, an offensive lineman from Colorado, uh, gets an offer from BYU, and then just like certain other programs, shortly after that offer from BYU comes, oh, lo and behold, hi, I've gotten an offer from Virginia and Garrett 2J and Bronco Mendenhall. Shocking. I know. I'm stunned. This is my stunned voice, as you guys can tell. You know what? It's going to happen. And these coaches at Virginia, they've had success. They're 6-2. and two. Let's be clear about this, though. It's a little bit of a paper tiger 6-2 and two record for Virginia. They have had two opponents, Miami and was it uh, Louisville, who have missed, man, chip shot field goals it feels like that would have beaten Virginia. So this team easily could be, what, 4-4 four and four coming into this matchup, speaking of Virginia. But you know what? Sometimes it's better lucky than to be good. So the Cavaliers, they're 6-2 and two on the season. They're coming east to elevation. They're going to be playing at 10-15 on their body clocks coming over from Charlottesville. I'm looking forward to this matchup, folks. Everything you need to know about Virginia offensively is it begins and ends with Brendan Armstrong. He is the engine that makes this Virginia offense go. I, I talked about this a little bit yesterday, how I feel like BYU just needs to absolutely harass him, get after him, make his life miserable because he has got monster numbers. 3,220 yards passing already this year, folks, on 64.2 completion percentage. He has 23 touchdowns against, how many interceptions here? I'm looking at it, six interceptions. Absolutely insane numbers. Also, funny enough, he's one of the leading rushers for this team. Only 177 yards rushing on the season, but he does lead the team in rushing touchdowns with five of them. He has absorbed 22 sacks. He has lost 136 yards in sack yardage lost in that case. Wayne Talapapa, the former BYU commit who decided after going on a mission he was going to follow the coaching staff he had committed to in Bronco Mendenhall to Virginia. He is Virginia's leading rusher on the season with 258 yards. Uh, Keaton Thompson, the former Mississippi State quarterback turned Virginia do everything guy their second leading rusher with 193 yards not a very prolific rushing attack 1,082 yards as a team the passing attack is what makes this team go and Brendan Armstrong is what makes this offense go as I said yesterday on the podcast if you didn't hear it you can go back and listen to it I, and by the way, I, I talked to somebody else after I did that podcast to reach out to me and said, Jake, it's kind of what it sounds like BYU might be trying to do is where they're just going to go man up on B on not BYU. BYU is going to man up on Virginia's playmakers and force Brennan Armstrong to beat them. And I think that's the right mentality to have. Make him force you to adjust in game. Obviously, there's going to be jokes about, well, BYU doesn't adjust in game, Jake. I, okay. I get that, but you do need to go after Virginia's quarterback and just cut the head off the snake, so to say, and see what you can do with that. Dontavian Wicks is the Virginia leading receiver, 847 yards on the season, eight touchdowns. Keaton Thompson, funny enough, second on the team in receiving yardage, 572 yards, but no touchdowns on the year. Billy Kemp, the fourth, is their third leading receiver, 524 yards and five touchdowns. So he has some prolific wide receivers, but... They're all set up by what Brendan Armstrong does. Flipping over to the defense for a moment here, Nick Jackson is their leading tackler on the year. He has 70 total tackles on the year, one sack, 
Their leading sack artists are tied with three guys. Mandy Alonzo, along with Noah Taylor, both have three sacks on the year. As a team, Virginia has 11 sacks on the season. So this is not a super prolific offense. Let me be clear about this. They have given up a lot of rushing yardage. If I'm BYU on offense in this game, I would do what I did against Washington State. You go back to the Utah game. You go back to the Arizona State game. You say, Tyler Algier, you're carrying us to the promised land. This Virginia defense gives up yardage like a sieve. They are Swiss cheese. They are holy. They will give up yardage. And I think the BYU, should they play their cards right, should be able to control the time of possession, limit the number of possessions that Virginia has on offense, and hopefully a guy like Tyler Algier, the sledgehammer that I've nicknamed him to be, can go out there and lead BYU to another big-time victory. They're Fifth victory of the season over a Power 5 opponent. How epic would that be to send Bronco Mendenhall and the Virginia Cavaliers smarting home across the country with a win? I think BYU is going to win this game, folks. I, I, I don't have a lot to back that up. You guys that have listened to this podcast for a long time know that I am very much a gut-feeling guy when it comes to what I think of what's going to happen in a game. And my gut Sometimes it's wrong, but I've got this just this gut feeling that BYU, they're going to find a way to win this game. They're going to send Virginia back to Charlottesville, and they're going to state claim that, you know what, we are a team to be reckoned with. And any of you athletes out there who are considering Virginia over us because of their power five and elite academics and blah, 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 you can do the exact same thing here in Provo. This is a win, I think, for BYU that means just more than one victory. I think it helps establish BYU more fully in the eyes of elite LDS recruits that BYU is back. Virginia, Utah, whatever Power 5 programs that are chasing you as as an LDS athlete who have LDS ties to those programs. I mean, coaches, administrators, you get what I'm talking about. I think BYU is well on their way to establishing that. Uh, Everything I'm hearing still is that Kingsley Suamataya is expected to join BYU as a transfer from Oregon. The recruiting advantage BYU is building right now as they move towards joining the Big 12, it's a freight train that is hauling down the tracks. I think a win over Virginia would help reestablish that even more to a degree and maybe solidify it completely that, no, BYU is a leviathan when it comes to recruiting LDS athletes. You can now go out on the recruiting trail to any athletes and say, well, coach, Virginia's got this and got that. Well, we beat them head-to-head, son. You want to come play here? Come play here. Uh, I think this is a game that means a little bit more than most games do. The Bronco Mendenhall co- connection, the staffs being very familiar with one itself, very familiar with one another, the recruiting issue with LDS athletes between these two programs. There is so much at stake in this game, and as I said. I think BYU is going to win this one. I'll give you my score prediction as you round out today's show here in a little bit. But, man, this is an intriguing, intriguing matchup. And Brendan Armstrong, very, very good player. But if you can slow him down, I think BYU will be well on their way. And like I said, if it requires Tyler Algier to carry the ball 35 times in this game and BYU to eat up time of possession and limit possessions to win this game, Win the dang game. Style points don't matter, folks. We've talked about this in the past. Is it fun to have flying offense that's flying up and down the field when Zach Wilson's gunning it? Absolutely. But what's more important than anything else out there? Winning football games. 
BYU at 7-2 and two has a whole lot better feel than 6-3. and three. I'm just saying we'll see how it shakes out tomorrow night out on the field at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. All right, coming up here in just a moment, an opportunity tonight, though, to watch the BYU men's basketball program. A lot of high expectations for Mark Pope in year three of his tenure. What can he do at the helm of the BYU basketball program? Well, your first glimpse of it comes tonight at the Marriott Center. We'll preview the blue and white scrimmage here in a moment, let you know some of what I'm hearing about the men's basketball program. We'll get to all of that in just a second. Today's show is brought to you by our title sponsor, McDonald's. This episode is brought to you by them as they have been proudly serving communities since 1965. They've always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and family can come to reconnect. A place where classmates can meet up for a study group. I did that at at times during my time at BYU. Knowing they'll have dependable Wi-Fi and endless supplies of French fries and McFlurries. Folks, you know I cover a lot of high school football in addition to my radio responsibilities as well as podcasting. I have filed many a story, posted audio, did all kinds of different things from various McDonald's around Utah, and it's true. They have very good Wi-Fi, and I know a number of writers out there that work in the media who have admitted the same to me. It's a great place to be. Also, what I love about McDonald's is you can go there at any time and know you're getting the quality of food. I served a mission in Taiwan. When I got to Taiwan, there was a McDonald's there. I was like, okay, let's go see what McDonald's is all about. It's kind of like the LDS church. Let me, let me and Pardon the religious connection to this, but you know, the LDS religion, wherever you go in the world, you know what to expect. It's the exact same thing with McDonald's. The food is high quality. I enjoy it. You're opinion may vary, but McDonald's is the place to go. So head over there to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect. By the way, we're still working on this, but did somebody say a locked on Cougars watch party? We'll have to work on that. I think it'd actually be a ton of fun to hang out with you guys at McDonald's, eat a Big Mac, watch some BYU sports. Seems like a pretty good night to me. So we'll work on that, but want you guys to make sure you check out McDonald's. If you haven't been there in a while, get back there. The McRib is back, I think, coming up on Monday. Yeah. Great time to go back and check out what McDonald's has got to offer you guys. So check it out. That's once again McDonald's, proud sponsor here on Locked On Cougars. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. And by the way, I love doing that tagline. All right, folks, today's show is brought to you, as always, by our friends over at All Guard Pest Control. Absolutely love this company. Whether you need residential or commercial pest control services, I would encourage you guys to give All Guard Pest Control your business. What I love about All Guard Pest Control is you got the manpower, the know-how, and the expertise to handle any and all situations you may find yourself in. I can speak to it because they've been taking care of my home for nearly three years now. Seth Baird is the owner, built this company from the ground up. He is as invested as any small business owner that I have ever met. They're based in Utah County, but capable of servicing anybody up and down the Wasatch Front, even out in the Tooele and Wasatch County areas. You need their services, All Guard will be there for you. Also, what I love about All Guard Pest Control is they will fit your needs with a service plan that also is not going to tie you in to something you're not that's not appealing to you. So they offer what they call a quarterly pest control program. They come out once every three months. Make sure your home is protected year round, having that barrier up against that season's pests that seem to pop up. This time of year as it gets colder, spiders, ants, uh, mice, they're trying to work their way inside your home because they want to be where it's warm just like you do. They have every three months, they'll come out and take care of you. Or if you just need a one-time service feature, they're happy to do that too. And like I said, they'll customize anything you need to your needs. So give them that call, 801-851-1812. That's 801-851-1812. Or go to their website, allguardpestcontrols.com. That's allguardpestcontrols with an S.com. 
Tell them that Jay Catch and Locked On Cougars sent you when you reach out. But love this company. They are a proud sponsor with us here on Locked On Cougars. And as I said, they take care of my home. I hope you'll let them take care of your home or business as well. So once again, that's All Guard Pest Control, 801-851-1812. Or check them out at allguardpestcontrols.com. Thanks for making Locked On Cougars your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcasting platforms. And looking forward tonight, by the way, to the first opportunity to see the men's basketball program, the Cougar Cagers, as it were, in action tonight at the Marriott Center. It is the blue and white scrimmage. Admission is free to the Marriott Center tonight. So if you're looking for something to do on a Friday night and you want to go watch Mark Pope's squad square off against one another, do it. 7 o'clock Mountain Time is when things are expected to get underway down there at the Marriott Center, celebrating its 50th year of existence, by the way, the Marriott Center, the home of BYU basketball. Should be a fun event, and I can't guarantee that a lot's going to come out of tonight's event, but if you want to go experience those plush blue seats in the lower bowl, it's an opportunity to do that. It's an opportunity to get out to the Marriott Center, which is one of the better college basketball venues, even though it's 50 years old. It's a fantastic venue, so Get out, enjoy it. They will also be televising this on BYU TV. As I mentioned, 7 o'clock start time for it. I'm looking forward to catching up on it. I will uh, actually be on the call for Utah High School football action this evening. I will be out at Lone Peak High School. I have, uh, what are we do? It's Harriman versus Lone Peak, round of 16 in the 6A playoffs here in Utah. So I will be getting home watching this blue and white game on a tape delay on DVR, as it were, but still looking forward to the opportunity to watch the Cougars in action. And I wanted to take a minute today and talk a little bit about men's hoops. It's kind of the unofficial start tonight with that blue and white game at the Marriott Center. And what I'm hearing about BYU is there's pretty much four guys that are what I consider to be starters. And this comes from multiple people I have talked to around the BYU basketball program. And those four names that are probably pretty much, you can write them down in ink as day one starters for BYU, night one starters, if you want, will be Alex Barcelo. When you're a preseason All-American, you're preseason All-WCC, all that stuff, that's easy to say. T. John Lucas, the transfer, he's coming in and has absolutely just stolen the show, according to everybody I've talked to. He's been lights out. He will be the running mate alongside Alex Barcelo in the backcourt. And then your front court is going to be Caleb Lohner and Richard Harward. And I think those are pretty easy ones to look at. Caleb Lohner also garnering all WCC preseason honors. And Richard Harward, he's just an absolute tree trunk. And he is impossible to move off his spot if he decides that's where he is going to sit. And he's only improving his game, it feels like. I like those four guys. Now, the question mark, okay, who is the fifth guy in that lineup? Probably Gideon George. That's what I'm hearing is Gideon George is probably getting the nod right now. And George has got all of the athletic talent in the world. This is a guy who went and tried out for the Nigerian Olympic team. He didn't play a lot last year, but Mike Brown, one of the assistants uh, for the Golden State Warriors, he is the head coach of the Nigerian Olympic team, actually raved about Gideon George. And as I mentioned, he's got all the physical tools in the world. He's long, has a seven foot two wingspan with a six six frame, uh, has all the athleticism. The shot is coming along for him. So Gideon George, probably the first guy to get a crack at starting there. And the question you're probably screaming is, well, what about Seneca Knight, Jake? He's a former All Mountain West type guy. Well, Seneca Knight's right in the mix. Uh, Trevin Nell, uh, Spencer Johnson, they're all going to be part of this rotation. I would expect the BYU's rotation could go 10 guys deep and they're going to be very comfortable playing 10 guys this year. 
Does that mean that BYU will go with that 10-man uh, rotation? Only time will tell, and it's up to Mark Pope, obviously, depending on how deep he wants to go into his bench. But the 10th guy in all of this, I've already mentioned nine guys, is Hunter Erickson. A lot of people have been expecting Erickson to break out since getting home from his mission. It sounds like that's finally taking place, and he's probably number 10 for BYU going into this season. And we all know that injuries and everything are going to affect things, and guys coming back from injury, because one name we have left out of this is Gavin Baxter. I don't know what to expect from Gavin Baxter. He has all-world talent and all-world athleticism. Just in terms of the physical tools, if you were to create a create a player, basketball player, is not the framework... Okay, I, LeBron James aside, it's not the framework what you see from Gavin Baxter. Six foot ten, ability to jump absolutely out of the gym, one of the fastest guys on the court, can just absolutely get after it, just bouncy. He is what your prototypical forward slash rim defender is. The issue is he's had two season-ending injuries the last two years for BYU. Can he stay healthy? If he does stay healthy, you're going to see him work his way into this rotation. As I said, it's a very, very deep team, and I'm looking forward to it. As I said, the first crack to see them tonight out on the court is at the Marriott Center, 7 o'clock. And like I said, free admission. I did uh, purchase, by the way, just a heads up for all of you out there. Uh, similar to what we've been doing with the with the football games this year, I did purchase a pair of tickets to the Marriott Center. I'm not going to say they're, they're top shelf seats. They're not you're not going to be sitting down in those blue seats. Let's just put it that way. I don't have that much money podcasting here, but I've saved some of my shekels from the meager earnings I make off of this venture. And I bought two seats uh, to the BYU basketball games this season. We'll be giving those away all year long. So stay tuned for your opportunity to win those. Get you guys an opportunity to go out and watch the Cougar Cagers in action. But tonight, it's free. It's a free-for-all. If you want to get down to the Marriott Center, please do it. I look forward to seeing how this team does. I think they have an ability to really make some noise come March if everything goes according to plan. I know that Gonzaga is the big dog out there. The preseason number one team for a good reason. They have the number one recruit in the country, another five-star coming, another five-star talent incoming alongside Chet Holmgren, who was the number one overall recruit this year. Gonzaga is going to be tough to knock off if you're BYU. But this team... It's going to be well-positioned to make the NCAA tournament. Now, the goal this year for BYU basketball is to actually advance in the tournament. And I think this year's squad, guys like T. John Lucas, Seneca Knight, their ability to come in and add athleticism to BYU's lineup, versatility in terms of how they can match up with teams, all that stuff. This is as versatile a team as I've seen from BYU since Mark Pope arrived. You think about it, the first year he had, he had otherworldly shooting, but not a lot of size. Last year's team had a ton of size and suspect shooting at times. This year's team got size, they've got shooting, they've got athleticism, they've got versatility. I think we're getting closer and closer to what Mark Pope envisions as his ideal squad for BYU, if it's not already that. And I don't think he'd ever say that I've got my ideal squad right here. He'll never do that. No coach is ever going to do that. But I think we're seeing more and more of what Mark Pope envisions his lineups night in and night out, year in and year out, are going to be for BYU for however long he's the coach at BYU. And I'm expecting now with them joining the Big 12, it's going to be hard to pry a guy like Mark Pope out of Provo unless a team like Kentucky, where he played his college ball, comes calling. 
This is a big opportunity for BYU this year in hoops. I look forward to it. And as I mentioned, get out to the Marriott Center, support the Cougar Cagers, and have some fun tonight watching them in action in that blue and white game. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we'll wrap up today's show with some final thoughts. Also, the schedule of where you can find other BYU teams we have not talked to previously in action this weekend. We'll get to all of that in mere moments. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. Absolutely love this company. If you want to get into the sports betting world, Bet Online is the best place to do it. NBA hoops underway, as we just talked about, college hoops is quickly set to begin. They have a brand new web interface for the start of the basketball season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. They remain your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today for your free account and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. All you got to do to take advantage of that is just use the promo code Locked On to receive that 50% welcome bonus. From basketball to football to baseball's postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available from our friends at BetOnline.ag, as they are the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's all courtesy of BetOnline, where the game starts. One more time out on today's show to talk about a dear friend of ours in Built Bar. We absolutely love this company and love them even more for the fact that they are supporting a BYU football via a name, image, and likeness agreement with all BYU football players. If you have not tried a Built Bar by now, folks, you're the one that's missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it really doesn't taste like one. You've got to try one of the amazing bars just to believe it, to understand how good they actually are. Most protein bars I've had in my life chalky, waxy, or just plain hard to choke down. A built Bar is different. It's soft. It's covered in 100% real chocolate. And when you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. It's more of an experience, one that you will enjoy. So I want you guys to check them out. More importantly, built Bars are low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, and high in protein. So all of the healthy benefits on top of just being purely delicious. And by the way, a myriad of different flavors. This month, built is coming out with all limited-time flavors every three to four days. They've been doing all month long. If you want to get some of these limited time flavors, you need to get to built.com and check it out. If you haven't checked in a while, I'd get back out there, see what they got. They got a brand new pumpkin marshmallow flavor. They launched just for this uh, holiday. It's only there for a limited time, folks. So get to built.com while you're there. We use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off your order. Support BYU football by supporting our friends at Built Bar and do it while enjoying the best tasting protein bars anywhere. Before we go on this Friday edition of the show, let's run down everything else you need to know as a BYU fan. We'll start off with the number 7 ranked BYU women's volleyball program in action last night. They maintained its undefeated 24-0 all-time record against the University of San Francisco with a sweep 25-19, 25-15, 25-14 of the Smith Fieldhouse. They're now on a 13-match winning streak. BYU is 20-1 overall and 10-0 in the West Coast Conference absolutely obliterating their opponents. They're back in action tomorrow afternoon, so you could actually go and watch this as part of a doubleheader if you wanted, ahead of the BYU football program, when they host Santa Clara. 1 o'clock Mountain Time start in the Smith Fieldhouse. And by the way, you don't get there early. You might miss it because 
these matches, as I mentioned, they're sweeping most of their opponents. They're going quick. So if you want to go watch the women's volleyball program, I'd encourage you to do so. But as I said, get there early because it might be over pretty quick just based on how they've been absolutely dominating recently. Congratulations to BYU women's soccer star Michaela Coulihan. She's been selected as a finalist for the 2021 Senior Class Award. It's one of the most prestigious awards in college athletics. The finalists were chosen by a selection committee from 30 men's candidates and 30 women's candidates announced earlier in the season. Nationwide fan voting begins immediately and you can help select the winner. Go vote on the Senior Class Award website. There's a link on BYUcougars.com. That will run through November 22nd. We all know that BYU fans, you're capable of jimmering a poll. We'll do it in favor of Michaela Coulihan, one of the best players in BYU women's soccer history. I mean that sincerely. It's been absolutely lights out for this program, and they have a huge match this weekend. They are headed to Santa Clara, who is the defending national champions. Uh, the Broncos ranked number 25, while the Cougars are ranked number, is it 11 now? Number 12. Uh, that match will begin tomorrow at 2 o'clock Mountain Time. Live broadcast on the BYU Sports Network. There's also a live stream on the WCC Network. You can get that by going to BYUcougars.com and clicking the link there if you want to watch the Cougars in action. Should be a great match. As I mentioned, Santa Clara made a run to the national championship last year. They've been kind of the thorn in BYU's side recently. I think the Cougars are favored to win this one. We'll see how it all shakes out, but should be a fun one there. Other teams in action this weekend you need to know about. Women's tennis is headed to Houston, Texas for the Rice Invitational that uh, will take place today and tomorrow. Best of luck to the women's tennis team in that. As I mentioned, the men's basketball program has their blue and white game tonight. Also, Men's and women's cross country. They're headed to the West Coast Conference Championships. They're taking place at Newhall Community Park. There'll be a live stream this morning of both of those races. The women's race begins at 11 a.m. Mountain Time. The men's race at noon Mountain Time. A live stream link is on the BYU Cougars website. I'm expecting both of these teams to win the West Coast Conference titles handily, especially the women's team, the defending national champions. They've been very, very good this year. The men's team having a little bit of a down year as compared to their typical uh, selves, but still a huge opportunity for both of these teams to capture yet another WCC title. So best of luck to them as they round things out in that. And they'll also be getting ready, as I mentioned, for the national championships. I think those are just a few weeks away, so coming up very very quickly. Now, final thing before we go today is you guys know on Fridays, I give you my game prediction. Looking forward to BYU and Virginia. Our good friends over at betonline.ag that we mentioned earlier on tonight have the Cougars still sitting as a two and a half point favorite. And in betting parlance, typically a home team is awarded three points. So they think that Virginia is a little bit better than uh, a pick em in terms of the overall spread in this game. It's not a true pick em because they would have put it as a pick em. They believe that, but they believe BYU is two and a half points better. As I mentioned in the first part of today's show, I've got a gut feeling that BYU has got something special cooked up and they're going to win this game. It's not going to be easy. Let me be clear about that. And BYU may have to score into the 30s to win this one just because Virginia is so good offensively. Their passing game has been elite, averaging I think over 400 yards a game. Absolutely insane numbers for Dr. Bob and the Wahoos offense. I think this is a game that BYU goes out and wins, though. And it may be a razor-thin margin, and you're going to hear in a moment about why I think so. But I think BYU wins this game. And my score prediction for this one, give me BYU 34, Virginia 31. I take BYU by three. might even be closer than that, but 
I've got a suspicion the BYU, they're motivated maybe a little more than they're letting on, and I think they got a little something special for Bronco Mendenhall, and I'm sure the fans got something special for Bronco Mendenhall. Whether you love him, loathe him, or in between, it's a fun night. Looking forward to it tomorrow night out there at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Should be an electric atmosphere, and hopefully all of you will be filling the stands there. Bronco and the Wahoos, as well as just the BYU football program, they deserve to have 63,000 fans in the stands. I know that it's a celebration of of, of um, Halloween, etc. You know what? It's an 8 o'clock game. Let's be real. Your kids are done trick-or-treating by what? 7 o'clock? Get it done early. Hop in the car. Get down to the ed. Watch the Cougars in action. It should be a sellout. I, I'm, I'm preaching that right now but i'm picking the cougars 34 31 over virginia i hope they improve to seven and two and as of course we will uh, recap the game in a postcast edition of the show after it goes final that'll probably be posting the wee hours of sunday morning and then we'll do our monday edition at some point on sunday as well with our film review you guys know how we do at this point this season we've got you covered from top to bottom when it comes to all things byu so thank you once again for making locked on cougars your first listen of the day now get over to locked on big 12 as your second list and catch up on everything going on in BYU's new conference home with Josh Neighbors. He gets you up to speed on everything in that conference in 30 minutes or less. It is free and available on all podcasting platforms out there. And until tomorrow or maybe the wee hours of Sunday morning, we'll talk to you guys in a little while. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast, though, for October 29th, 2021. And we will catch you guys again soon. Members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.